up guys and welcome back to Bulletproof Mindset where we help you bulletproof your mind through health, fitness and entertainment. So in today's episode we have a Q&A episode for you but before we get into that we but before we get into that we talk about current events, we speak about where our competitive nature came from, we talk about the UK's new fat loss drug which is coming to the NHS. We then get into the Q&A part where we speak about metabolism, fat loss, building muscle and how to progressively overload. But before we get into today's episode, we want to share that we are coaches and personal trainers. So if you are looking to work with one of us, be sure to check the link below and fill out our inquiry forms. I also have a free Facebook coaching group, which is called Bulletproof Coaching. So if you do want to join that, click the link below and I'll see you guys in there. So let's get into today's episode. This is actually my first call for the day. I was like, oh, that tasted nice. It tasted (laughs) so nice. Early morning Sundays. It is, it is. I had a fucking, in fact, but well, before we get into it, overrated, underrated, let's kick that off, right, kick things off. So, 10,000 steps, overrated, underrated. Ooh, ooh, 10,000 steps. The good old PT because coaches. a lot of people who date, mate. I don't, 10,000 on the dot or steps? 10,000 on the dot, but then we can get into the conversation. Aye, aye. 10,000 on the dot, I'd say overrated. Uh, simply due to the fact that people get too flustered on just steps alone and then it all becomes about steps like I've got a couple of clients in now and they're like I'm hitting my 10k steps but I'm like are you only hitting your steps and you're doing fuck all else you go to ask yourself that because mm. I was like I showed you my steps all day and I probably maybe day 10k mm. but like I'm only doing 10k in a full day like and I'm like staying how I am pretty, pretty lean yeah pretty lean so like it's not the steps it's everything else it's the rest of the movement in my day mm. it's the rest of the movement in my day yeah like I, I think 10k steps is a good goal to hit but I think it's pretty much out there that like, it's, 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 it's out there that you should be hitting your 10k I don't know it's a rant I don't know so that's why I brought it up so I like I've got a movement challenge running within the Facebook group this week. Mm-hmm. It's quite good to see people getting involved like <laughs> I laugh because like people are uh, so what I said to everyone was the movement challenge this week, I could have easily done 10k steps. And if I rewind to the earlier days of me being a coach, in my head, I was like, 10,000 steps. I was like, I see a lot of coaches communicate that. That must be a good step go to hit. So I start telling my clients, 10k steps, 10k steps. And then, uh, I mean, what do you mean you can't hit it? And I was like, well, I'm only ever hitting 2,000. You're wanting me to, like, five times the amount of, <coughs> bless you, five times the amount of steps I'm doing. And I was like, no, come on. And I was all about let's go hard balls to the walls type of thing and then I actually realised that right the better way to coach somebody would be actually just increasing their movement to where, I, where, where are they at just now can we it's about the behaviour behind it because right now the mindset of the goal of hitting 10,000 steps to some people a lot. it's like fuck that I'm not doing that Aye. I can't do that so um, and I was listening to Jason Phillips stuff last night and he says I've got a goal of hitting 100 million but if I go out today and I go I'm going to hit 100 million it's not going to do uh, it so much. whereas if I break that down into smaller habits and this is an extreme example because he's like if I go out I go and go I'm going to hit 5 million I was like oh just 5 million eh but if I hit that I just need to do that 25 t- uh, no 25 times over so that would oh, get you 100 maths is terrible I thought you said 10 million and then you were 5 million so bringing it back to the step count like a lot of people like you'll see 10,000 steps is a good number to have and the research actually shows um that it's round about the seven and a half to eight thousand steps is a good right. average. 
average of your population can obviously vary, but if you want to be specific to you, rather than going for the 10,000, assess where you are. Aye. So on one of the live calls that I'd done inside the group last week, I was like, why start doing weekly challenges? And I was like, what is the first thing that I normally do with clients? I was like, movement, right? Aye. Everybody in the group, I want you to assess on your phones, kind of look, look at what step count you had last week. And I want you to add 500 to 2,000 steps on that. You choose. That's your range. That's what you're playing about with. And let's go hard every day. So I've seen people trying to make it, people doing the housework, people just while their car's in for their service rather than sitting down on their phones or getting up and going. And that's really the power of steps. It's not the 10,000 number. Aye. It ain't the number. It's the movement. It's the, it's the, the mindset and the principle. I need to keep going. moving. Aye. So I would say... The, the reason I brought that up there, because I do think it's overrated in terms of... That number. The number and what gets communicated. Aye, aye. It, when actually it's the behaviours behind it lead you to the to I the know, 10, I would 000. never like to say 10,000 steps on the routine. People go, well, I don't need any steps in. No, you absolutely need to get your steps and movement in. But that number and not hitting that number or going over that number, it's not like a massive, massive deal on that number. Yeah. And, that, and that's where, like... That's where your movement is is it is underrated. Because like, I think, oh, right... I'm getting so I've managed to push it to about thirteen thousand steps. I managed to push it up from I was about eleven thousand steps. I not so I went, I joined in the challenge. I was like, look, I'm it. hitting eleven. I'm gonna go for twelve. Some people were hitting four. They're going for six. Is that Some people. Aye, and that and again, but that's like I think the comparison is like what is it? Comparisons the thief of, thief of joy or something aye. like that. So someone looking at me and going, fuck, he's hitting well, thirteen thousand. I'm yeah, only hitting six thousand. One of my clients said to me the other day, right? And she was like, my pals are looking like this, looking like this. I said, look, you know me and Dale. I said, Dale's about 15 kilo heavier than me, right? He's a bigger boy. 20. Strop, right? <laughs> 20. <laughs> 20, they know. Right, 20, right. I says, he's benched way more than me, stronger than me in so many things. I says, if I compared myself to Dale, probably, and if I compared myself to him in the fact that he's bigger and stronger than me, I wouldn't feel very good. No, no. I was like, and I don't do that. I was like, you should do that with your pals either. They're at a completely different stage for you. They've either they've no got the same thing. There's nothing going on in the same life as you. The same as you. No. If you're going to continue to compare yourself to other people, you're going to see the best in everybody mm -hmm. and the worst in yourself. Yeah. And that's where comparison slowly creeps into. It sees the worst in you Aye. and the best in them. Instead of just going, what can be the best in me? The new. Yeah. What can I change to be the best in me? Aye, and then even shifting it rather than going, oh, they look so good, like celebrate, because I, like, like, I know I, you've, you've got a stronger day, and I know we give each other shit for a bit, no, but I I'm know. like, that's f yeah, that was fucking I was watching you, I was watching you, I was watching your bench yesterday, and I was like, that was good lifting, man. Aye. Like, I never go, oh, fuck, man, he's benching 140. But, how, how can he do that? I can't. Aye, so no, but there is a shift, there's a shift in your mindset. You that, need to go, that well done, aye, like, I keep it up. Aye, that'll, like, aye, okay, because I'll, I'll look like when we were just talking about. That boy's Instagram I've shown you and he's just pulling two seventy as if it was nothing. Mate, it doesn't need that feeling you've seen your, your, your gym bro like go yeah, but, like, but you could easily look at that and go, fuck man, he's I, so strong, I, how can I, 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 I how can I exactly? But I, I see things like that, people winning in business, winning in fitness, and I'm like, man, I'm that's cool to see that somebody can do it. I think that means I, I think business, I'm seeing it me and me, I'm like, look, I'm watching them and I'm going, Well, oh, good on them. Aye. Really good on them, like at the start, I was very jealous. I know. I was very jealous. I was the same. And, yeah, like still get some tendencies to do it as well, mate. To be fair, I'll see some coaches and I'm like, fucking shite. Aye, and then I'm like, why? Why did I default to that frame? Bring of it mind? down. Bring it down. I think that's a Scottish thing, though. I'd, well, maybe no, not necessarily no, the a Scottish, Scottish thing. Really but bad for it. We are. We are. I mean, uh, when I made that Instagram page back ages ago, people were like, how the fuck you take pictures like that? Blah 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 blah. And I think this is when I wanted to be this. But I wasn't ready. You didn't to understand be it. what it was. Yeah. Aye, aye. It was like I wanted to be like some sort of personal trainer. I wanted to help people in that sort of way. I've always been a helper of people, but people are like, why would you want to do that? Like, 
How can you just show yourself off like that? Show off, show off, show off, you're like that. We do live in a country where if you try and show anything off, you're brought so down, you're like, you can't show anything off in Scotland. No, I know. I do know. you know what I mean? And I think that's when people do show off, they, they show it off to a degree. And no. you get some people, I won't mention names today, well, and then you get some people who butcher it. <laughs> yeah. You know who I'm talking I about. Know, I know, I know. No, like, I'm going to shout. absolutely butcher it. You're I'm like, going to shout, right, man, hopefully, uh, hopefully he's coming on the podcast soon, but Richard Dixon, he, he constantly shouts out, like he's like, I'm no, I'm not here to be humble. No. Like, I'm here to show a different side. I don't want to be humble. And the, what I love about that is, yes, I could be the person that looked at him before, and I absolutely did. I seen him pop up. My t- I didn't know who he was I'm necessarily. Not even that. I just like I would find myself like watching him respond to them, and I'm, I'd laugh because he'd be fucking calling somebody whatever it was, and just skiing a bit of banter. And I was like, it's quite funny. And then I'd see him kind of flex with his, the, the money that he had or whatever. Um, and then I was like, to me straight away, I remember going, oh, that's a wee bit arrogant. Aye. And then I read the book, which was called um, Rich, Dad, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Aye, aye. And it said, go to these events that are local to you because you always learn something. <laughs> and literally, it's as if Instagram is always listening to your phone. Yeah. Because no joke, I swiped down. I seen that he's property jumpstart thing <laughs> where the yes thing's there. And I was like, it does, it tell me. you what, I was like, it's 50 quid, let me go along. Aye. And I have to say that that moment has been a pivotal change in the last year and a half for Aye. my business. Um, I think he's you know amazing speaker, amazing communicator. But what you see on social media sometimes can be you're looking like mm, you're a bit taken back. But some of my mates have said like, why is he why is he such a why is he such a wank? And I was like, yes, not actually. See when you Talk see when you see hear him communicate, he's very he's also got plenty of experience. Aye, aye. But what what he's good at is his integrity and confidence in who he is as a person. He's not swayed sure. by any decision. Sure. He's like, this is me, and if you like me, cool. Mm-hmm. If you don't. Cool. Aye. He wants to, but and he, this was the first time I heard someone communicate this because I've, I've struggled with this in my life when working in the corporate world. You're all. I was saying this to you before, working into, into management and people are always older than you. So you're like, oh, can I talk about drinking? Can I talk about drugs? I need Aye. to be proper. And I heard him say that. Well, I'm going to be who I am. I'm not going to turn up to a, an investor meeting wearing a suit and a tie when I never wear a suit because then I'm putting on this facade Sorry. and I'd rather do business with people who know who are me. Right. So, and he talked about something at the recent event and he walked up and he was he was viewing a house and he walked in and he, he was being proper but no like no like slang and down to earth and then he's like, my son fought we in one of your shows back in the day and he's like, oh, did you mate? And he's like, all right, oh, that's brilliant. Aye, that's aye, aye. Back, back to so normal. then he's kind of back to there. But, but then I was like, that's right. Because if you, like think of some of your clients, like, there's some clients that you need to be, like, I better know, like just be, be so watch what I'm saying. Most of my clients are now, like, they, 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 they know me aye. and I know them. But you, you were talking about in the past and you were like, aye, oh, aye, fuck, I don't aye. know if this is, this, this person's, like uh, make right. it on with you but just uh, like speaking right, your thoughts aye, aye. aye alright with me and like, think- my clients will say to me can I tell you to fuck off <laughs> I'm like I as long as I can tell you to fuck off <laughs> and stop being a little bitch aye. walks you know- in for a session fuck off <laughs> do you know what I mean and uh, one of the guys who'd never said anything the other day I can't remember what I had him doing man planks and he was like you're a fucking dick and I was like whoa whoa mate I didn't expect that for you but it's like you, uh, you've got to be like that because then you just enjoy what you're doing. Aye. Do you know what I mean? And when you enjoy what you're doing, you date me. Aye. So I know we've been doing the rabbit hole there, but aye, that. I know we did. No, no, but it comes good. back to that that comparison side of things. Like you, you do because you you see. You see these people doing well, and you think you, you I need to well. do that. Aye. Yeah, they're doing so well. How the fuck am I not doing that? Aye. How they they couldn't have got that like that. They couldn't have got that like that. Oh, he's a prick. No, I know. Do you know what I mean? And Instead of going. 
fair play to him, like, he's went down a different route for me, he's learned in a different way, he's came up with a different background, mm-hmm. he's absolutely smashed it, fair play to him, hopefully I can get there, Aye. do you know what I mean? And it's like, I, I was speaking about this the other day, like, just because I don't agree with something somebody says and I think they're a prick in that moment, or I think they're a wanker, I think they're a cow, right? Doesn't mean I don't like them, I just think, that whatever that one thing they've, they've said, that I didn't like. Aye. But I don't know like them as a full person. Because and I think that especially Scottish culture is like if you don't agree with something they've said, then that's you done with them. People say I guarantee you, in fact I know for a fact people will be saying it about us. Oh aye. Look at them fucking arrogant pricks on their well, podcast. Oh aye. But that but that's the thing, isn't it? It's like just because we had, like this is when it, this is why we bonded so well because we had two different opinions on something. Aye. But there was no animosity. It was like, aye. what's your opinion on that? And then you said it, and I was like, but this is what I think. And you're aye. like, no, no, this is what I think. And I was like. Cool. Like you still don't, you still never use lifting belts. Aye. And you st- you is, use straps a couple of times, but you won't use them for your deadlifts. And aye. you're adamant on that. I know you're not going to change on that. Aye. And I definitely don't agree with you on that. And I don't train the same way as you. You train completely differently. And uh, but it means it doesn't mean that we have to hate each other. But exactly, that's what I think. Exactly. Especially in and our space. It doesn't mean you can't learn. Aye. For other people mm-hmm. as well, especially as a coach, that <clears throat> you're training a certain way for a certain reason. And no other day why I train the exact same as me and I can learn to teach him that and you can learn to teach Absolutely. your clients that. Aye. Do you know what I mean? And it's no like, it's no just about you, it's about the people around about you as well. Aye. And how they can be affected by like, you know what, maybe I'm not always maybe everything that I do isn't always right for everybody else. Aye, and I think that's something we've communi- I've definitely communicated from day one is like I'm not gonna get it right all the time. No. And I'll probably look back and go back on some things. Who knows? Might be lifting belts. Maybe in my programme in five years to time. Not go, I can't believe I used to think like that. But that's why we wanted to create this space to like, because I, I, I actually do want to bring on like somebody in the boot camp world. I'm actually thinking like, who could I reach out to that's, that would be able to hold a decent conversation to hear, like communicate from their side. If it's why purely, I, if it's purely not about the money, try hang, let me hear it. I'm all ears to like changing my perspective. But at the end of the day, I still think boot camps are, are they the best. Aye. at all for, for people mm-hmm. um, it's why Jay will come on and talk about rat pills it's why X, Y and Z people will come on in the future to, to try and they, they, they don't have this kind Aye. of ego behind what they're saying it's like right you know what I hear what you're saying here's why I'm doing Aye. what I'm doing I, 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 think people, I, I think actual people think we've got bigger egos than we have well, because it's only me and you talking to each other Aye, there's no challenge there's no challenge <laughs> somebody else come on like, but I'm all ears like I listen to loads of different things with people like you you love love mind pump. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that they say that I don't fully agree on. Aye. And I'm like I still, oh, like, likewise. I, likewise, st- I still enjoy the podcast and I still go, you know what? And I think it's like listening to something and going and taking away like listening intelligently. No, just listening to it and taking everything. That and that's key. That's key because a lot of people will even listen to us and go, Man, they're fucking so right. <laughs> and they're so right. And then they'll go out and they'll be like, No, you need to do it this way because aye, this is aye, what aye, I learned on this podcast, Bulletproof Mindset. Rather than going, ah, that kind of makes sense. Let me I'm think about it, this. I'm going to put it in practice and then see what works and it does work. Like, you know what? They were right for me. And don't get me wrong. The only thing I think, like, lifting weights, like, that's the one we're dead set on. No, right? 100%, 100%. <laughs> For longevity, blah, blah, blah. But um, it's it's good, like you say, listening intelligently. And that's why I'm always constantly ch- trying to challenge the opposing opinion and that I have on something Aye. so if I think like for example lifting belts and that was something I was very hard on mm-hmm. at the start it was one of my Friday fit tips that I'd done <laughs> and I remember going let me actually search like what is the importance of a lifting belt and I remember watching Squat University's video I remember watching a wee guy in Dubai that was training outside Aye. who was who married him and I listened to those videos to hear somebody that's an expert mm-hmm. 
opposing the arguments I would have. <clears throat> so I was like, right, cool, neutral mindset, listen to what they said. And then I still came to the conclusion, I was like, right, I hear what they're saying there, hear what they're saying there, here's what I think for me, right? right? And that's the best thing that you can do. And that's the thing, as a coach, people need to come to you and believe in you, mm. and they need to be, you need to, you need to say what you feel, you're, if you're Confidence. invested in a training style, and that's the training style that you are 100% confident in, you know you can teach, and not even just one training style, it can be a couple, then you need to be fully backed behind that. And yeah. if you are fully backed behind that and then people come in, then you can give them the best service. Yeah. If you're not fully backed behind a, a, any style of training and you don't fully believe in it, you can't, get, you can't sell it to a client and you can't keep them going. Do you know what I mean? They need to come to you because they believe in you and you believe in you. So if a client asks you a question and you waver a wee bit of confidence, like you're talking and then you go, I, um, I think I think this is what nah. we should be doing, they'll be like, nah. give my money back, I'm away nah. to somebody else. And that's the thing, like, <clears throat> there is different coaches for different things. Exactly, and that's that's the best part. Um, so yeah, so but I see back to the movement thing, so like everybody's killing it in this challenge, right? So Jillian's dad is retired, right? Right. And I was like... A retired man. What would what would you say steps wise you'd expect somebody to get when they're retired? Right, so my dad's retired and I know for a fact he does hunters of shit. Does he? I don't know if he's the same. I don't know if Jillian's <laughs> gonna be either the opposite or this. So what does your dad get then? I don't know, he doesn't track his steps. I don't get him to track like they're no they're no on track steps, but I know for a fact, mate, he'll go out and he'll cut the grass and he'll do the gardening <laughs> and then he'll go a walk and then he'll go and get the wains. On the one day, Aye. I'm like, damn, mate, relax, mate. <laughs> relax. Enjoy the fruits of your labour, man. No, but, but he doesn't, he always has to be doing something. So I reckon, what age is he? 67, 67, 66. Right, so maybe my dad's 61 this year, so they're similar ages. I think it's an old, older man generation thing. <laughs> doesn't uh, he go? Uh, is, he, is, he, is he fit? Right, ah, he's, he's right, active. So it's a, my, my dad was saying the same, same, same. So I reckon... Right, you gave me an exact number. Aye. 21. Right, so so 20,000, you're in the ballpark, guys, right. right? So he's killing it with 20,000. and then <laughs> it's crazy, mate. So Callum, uh, was it Callum? Uh, Callum Stevenson posted in the group. He's like, another day done, or day three dusted, and he posted 10,000 steps. Jillian's, da Jillian's dad, Tom, commented on it, and he was like, ah... Aye, I've done alright today. Thirty-two thousand steps. <laughs> <laughs> Told everybody to go by two thousand, but like you said, I think it's a generational thing. Like it's like everybody's watching me. I'm gonna fucking go. See for the it. thing is, I I got my competitive for my dad. Think so? Oh, hundred percent. Like we will go to farm. We would go to family bowling, <laughs> and my dad would try and scud us off. <laughs> and I was like, any time I go to the Kinghings, I want to win. Aye. And that's where I've got my competitiveness for 100%. I don't know where my competitive nature comes from, but see, when you say that, I remember playing like uh, Pro Evolution Soccer and like FIFA when I was like, what age was I mean? Mate. Like second year in high school. Oh, no, not. see my stepdad. No, I've, I was, he brought me to tears, man. Yeah, actually, I, can, <laughs> I remember this so vividly, right? So I'm, I'm playing and he, I didn't realise he's fucking about with me and he's like, I score 1 0 and I'm like, yeah! He wasn't trying? Yeah, he wasn't even trying. Pumps me like 6 1, right? But, but this was such a good life lesson because I think especially nowadays kids are just like ah you okay well done well done you've won well done ah, yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. taught I think this is where it kind of spurred from the MP and stuff like that so 
Uh, I spanked me six one, but see every goal, he's like that in my face. Yes, get up, yeah, yes, right. Sanger, <laughs> right. high school, I'm still. It's my stepdad. He's not even match. Dad, right. <laughs> Just drilling it into me, right. Getting so so competitive, to the point where I was actually. I was like, shut up, you fucking, you're cheating, you're pressing the same buttons, that right. Taking the pure half, but that memory is stuck in my mind. Um, and then I just think to like other points in my life throughout. It's like anything that's active like because I've always been associated as the the I guess the fit or active guy like see, I, wasn't, I, I, I wasn't really until I was like 19 that's when we must have to get in the uh, but this is where like um, talent will and it's a good point because it pushes you down the rabbit hole or pushes you into an element of working hard Aye. and I think this is this is crucial for a lot of people a lot of people think oh they're talented that's why they're doing that and yes talent plays a part but you can always outwork someone else Aye. and I, I remember I was I was listening to like a bunch of fucking videos and audio books and that yesterday and I had this flashback came back to me because a guy was talking about talent he goes he goes you might not be able to beat talent but you can outwork it. Aye. And I was like, well, where's moments in my life where I've outworked talent? And I was telling you that before that I gravitated towards basketball in high school. Aye. Football was all right. Like, didn't really mind it that much. But basketball, I don't know what it was. I fell in love with it. Every single day, I would practice at my back. I didn't even have a basketball hoop, but I would practice my dribbling skills, my jumping. I just get so engrossed in this activity. And then I remember there was a guy who was six foot seven, right, in my year. So in basketball, height is a big, big important. The biggest thing. I'm just shy size. I'm, I don't know what am I, 5'11"? Five 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 you saying for that, 5'11"? Six foot, come on. <laughs> <laughs> come on. <laughs> I know what I see you told jelly. Regardless, I'm in the, the late... No, I would say I'm fucking close to six foot. I'm nah, not 5'10". Not six what are you? Foot, I'm 5'10". No, you're 5'9". Come on. No, I'm 5'10". Go, stop lying to you the audience. You fucking... 5'9". Get... Get... 5'11". <laughs> I don't actually... I, 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 I write 5'10". Do you? Aye. I write 6'1". <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to the story. So, we're playing basketball. We must have been about, like, third or fourth year in high school. And we're picking the teams and that. And I get put with... Like, I was always known as quite a good... Like, very agile, very sporty. So, I get put with, like, a bunch of girls. And because it was mixed classes and stuff like that, and so right. like, oh, he's got to get pumped, he's got to pump. And see my determination, I was like, I'm not fucking losing this, fucking. right? On the jump off, every rebound, I was jumping higher than this guy who's six foot seven, who, who was six foot five or whatever it was. So he had the gift of height, mm -hmm. like he should have been able to beat me, but that just goes to show, like, determination. see that determination I had in there and see the best bits of this game. I'll never remember my PE teacher telling the other team, he's like, fill them. I was like, what? They're like, what? I was like, fill them. They were, they were told to like kick me, trip me up. And he's like, that's the strategy. Of, and this is where I started learning about strategy games. Like, there is a moment in time where if somebody's a good player, there's an element that there's a dirty side of sports where you want to injure well, them I'll and take you, them out of the I'll game. I'll tell you what happened to me. I, I can't remember if I was 10, 11, 12. I got player of the year. I was really good at football this time. But 10, at what age? About 10, 11. I so got you got player of the year and singer of the year in Benador? <laughs> <laughs> what a year you're but having. Then, uh, <laughs> I can't mind. I was. I, I remember. I was taking the ball out for a throw in, mm. and I was like shielding it, and the cut just came up and put it me in the knee. And uh, I was out for eight weeks. And see when I went back, I was never the same, mate. It's mad, isn't it? But I wasn't like amazing. Like I was playing the year for the team. Like I never, would never. I'm not kind of one icon, so I would have made it professionally if I didn't hurt my knee. <laughs> but the cut took like me out, and I always remember it. And I, I went like I was alright at the time. Now I, I went to see Kung Fu Panda. That's how long ago it was. I always remember it. <laughs> and I went to get up. And I was like, I can't move. My dad's like, just get up. I'm at. I can't move this knee because obviously it's, it's slowly stiffened up because I'd been half at a time and I'd watched but I'd, I was still walk did you tear a muscle by kicking it or like no, nerve damage or something no I just fucked my knee up 
I can't make my happen, but it just fucks my knee up because he booted me right there and my knee went like, like my thing went like that. And uh, for the end, I wasn't the same. And that's like when my competitiveness slowly went away a wee bit. Aye. And then, like, obviously, my life went downhill a wee bit. That's why sports are so, so, so good. good though. But I remember, same story, like, it was my dad. I never beat my pool. Never. <laughs> no, no one game, right? That's not a wee wee guy, right? I can't. It was in Greece, so whenever we went to Greece, it was. We, there was a pool table mm. and the guy knew, knew us because I always used to go right dad we've got to play pool and he's like right this is the my dad would never let me beat him mm. right he would never let me beat him <clears throat> and I, mean, I can't mean what right, it was right but I was like I was getting pumped I, it was, I remember this right he was beating me he'd had three balls left he'd one ball left and then the black <laughs> and I fucking potted I potted I potted, I was on the black man, I was sweating. I was sweating, man. Every cunt in there knew it was like, it was, like, it was in the lobby. Aye. It was like, the bar was in the lobby. So it was like, the wee guys go there. And this I potted, man. I was like, ah, oh, fucking. I was like, a wee guy. I was like, come on. And I was like, I was, I was running the pool. I was telling that fucking beer. I was like, get it right off him. Get it off him. Yes. I always remember that. I was like, fucking come on. And mate, I remember, I, I used to put my dad quite a lot at pool before, like, obviously, I had this kind of job because obviously it was at night. Aye. And, eh. Uh, I'd never beat my dad the full night, like over the full night until recently, man. With a few games, mate. I was fucking. You're getting old, look at you. Mate, 25 year old, man. I don't give a fuck, mate. If I'm beating you, I'm fucking beating you. And I fucking beat him. I was like, fucking come on. I was like, fucking ass. So, you know, I beat my guy, it was like 6'5. I was like, fucking get up, mate. Never done that again, right? But, like, mate, see that? How How did they take it? Shoot my horns, I've all done. <laughs> You're the dancing mate. Like, so fucking fucking stay you spitting on him and all that. <laughs> like, Get up, you yeah, <laughs> You're so shy in the game. <laughs> and uh, uh, mate, fuck it. I know, like my ex girlfriend few years ago, first ever date, mate. Right, went bowling. <laughs> and I, I used to be, all, I used to be already bowling, but mm. I never went, I never went that much. I was like, go bowling. I never even thought anything. I was like, but I was like, fuck it, I'm going to beat you. Mm. I was like, that's a fact. Like, I'm like that. I was like, I'm not going to play ball with me just to, yeah. to let you... Fuck this date. Uh, like, you put me in a sport one-on-one combat, I'm like, fucking going for it. No, because she's like, I'm competitive, I'm, I'm competitive too. She's like, I'll beat you. I was like, right, so they all say that, you know what I mean? I was like, I'm going to beat you. And I destroyed her <laughs> to a degree where she never wanted to play ball with me ever again. <laughs> she's like, no, right? we're not doing that. <clears throat> and uh, I got 208... No fucking hell, I got eight <laughs> strikes the whole game, right? So it was like halfway through the game, and I was just like, I, looked at it, I was like, yeah, I, I'm no lying here. I was like, I've never been this good in my life. And she's like, aye, aye, aye. You got a bowling t shirt in your bag. <laughs> actually, just kept going. And she's like, I don't actually think I ever want to play. And that was her first ever date, right? And I destroyed her. And I was like, ah. <laughs> I wonder how this um, so with both of us having a very competitive nature I wonder how this Sunday challenger thing is going to go it's going to go hard mate. Yeah, it's going to be so every, so for anyone that doesn't know you'll see by the time this podcast is released you'll see in our social media that once a week we're going to go head to head on so some sort of challenge it could be um, who can eat the do- who can eat as many donuts as the quickest who can run the longest who can push the slide so we're going to we're going to do a weekly challenge every week you guys, if you get any ideas for us, leave a comment if you're mm-hmm. watching this on YouTube. Because uh, that's got to be fun. I think right. that's got to be fun. So, like, that's what I'm saying, mate. Like, <laughs> you're cha- that's what I mean. I'm going to change my programming. Like, <laughs> oh, I need to peek out for this sled challenge we've got in six weeks' time. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, it'll be hard, though. Yeah, maybe it will. 
Well, we are really competitive, <coughs> mate. I can see this growing to a community thing where we need to just bring other people in as well. Like, right. That'll be quite fun to right. do that. Um, but aye, aye, it's funny how that competitive nature comes up. It's a, it, but it comes with, it definitely comes with whatever man in your life beating you at something. And then well, it's definitely grown up. I think and even, they, them no <laughs> letting you in. Mm-hmm. You're like, I need to beat you. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to beat you. It's not like, I want to beat you. I need to beat you, you can't. I don't remember too much in primary, but I've, I've told this story before. I, the first time I remember feeling that competitive nature was probably, well, gaming, actually. Gaming, I think that's why I loved it so much, because there, there was a game called Halo, right? Halo 3. Game and called it, Halo? Never heard it. Nah, no, but <laughs> did you play it? Halo 3? Nah, I wasn't on Xbox, man. Nah, right, so... Best game of all time, maybe not necessarily, best game of all time, yes, but it was more the ranking system, right? Mm-hmm. So you played a game in a certain category and you got ranked, okay? Mm-hmm. So the higher your rank, you would play with the same competitive people rather than a game of COD just now. Like you load up a game, you've got newbies, you've got obies, there's a wee bit of skill place, uh, um, skill-based matchmaking, but as it stands, you can have shite people and good people, right? But you played up through these ranks, and the top rank that you could get was a 50, right? right. So, team doubles, that was my that was my shit, grinding for ages and ages, and it showed you in your profile what you had achieved, and this was the best thing, because in your circle of friends, like, you're a 35? How, what, you're a 35 on? I'm like, oh, team doubles. Nave and our pals had 35, then somebody else got a 35, and they were all stuck at this level. Mm-hmm. So the next achievement was like, Oh, who can get a who right. can get a forty? Right. So I'm great. I'm two in the morning, mate. Ah, get yeah, school yeah, and that. You can hear the foot like <laughs> I actually remember putting pillows underneath my Xbox. Then they understand that the Xbox needs to, needs to cool, right? Then put pillows on top of it because Xboxes back in the day it was like. Why were you doing that? Because I don't know if you remember like what PlayStations and Xboxes used to sound like. They actually mm-hmm. turned them on and it was like that. The eyes ah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, and I'm like, I need to shut this down because I'm like <laughs> trying to be as quiet as my kid. Like my dad's like, you sleeping? I'm like, getting on <laughs> right? So I'm I'm dead. It. And if anybody ever had the 360, you get the three red rings. The worst possible feeling ever, because if you get three red rings, okay. that was it. Console was gone. Right. So I've got two pillows, two pillows on top of it. Oh, I'm, mate. I'm playing, and I'm going, what's that? <laughs> oh, fucking burning smell. And I'm looking about, <laughs> and I'm like, what is that smell? And then I look there, and I'm like, oh my God, and I left it. And it was so warm, mate. Like, there was like wee, wee burn marks on the, the fan, like on the pillow, and I was like, Oh my god! And I stayed in the loft, so that would have been. Did it go red ring? It went red ring. I turned off, but luckily when it cooled down, it came back on. Right, right. But see, see the see just the force of like through my teenage years of going. I need to get this, and see the day I got a fifty. What a feeling it was because my pals were doing some dodgy stuff, mm. like going in at the Chinese lobbies with their pals and ah, they would all yeah, cheat yeah, and yeah. like, okay, we'll lose this game, you lose the next ah, game, we'll yeah, yeah. and I'm like, nah, I'm doing this myself. See solo, solo queuing as well. You're partnering up with randoms. Ah, yeah. I met some good, good friends oh, at that time. Day, day. At New Year's Eve, like I remember, like my family celebrating for the bells, and I, I'm, I'm like. I said to like my dad's like, come on, the, boys, come on the, be- the bells up. It wasn't even the boys, mate. Mine was with random guys in America. Hmm. I'll, never, I'll never forget. Like, no, I mean, ah, I just played with random cunts. That's what I mean. So I remember like my dad's coming there like, come on, the bells are here. So I was going down, hey, happy new year, good. And I was just running back upstairs. All right, sorry, mate. I was like, it's new year here. And they were in America. I was like, oh, happy new year. And I'd stay in games. Like, oh, my new year's here. And I'm like, fucking hell, I've been on this for ages. <laughs> but what a, what a feeling that is. That Did you ever play any team sports, like, properly? Team teams. Um, I played football for a bit, basketball, um, and then I was more a solo competitor. See, like cross country and stuff like that. Aye. That's where that sort of evolved. Because, like, I, I was, that was the story I was trying to tell there when I was running in high school. <laughs> 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 I went off and one, <laughs> bringing, bringing all these emotions back. I'm the same. I'm thinking about a couple of things. I, I'm like, fuck, man, I actually forgot that. All these things. All these competitive things were there. 
But you didn't realise it. You don't realise it at the time. I played with, after that happened, I played with a, a team that weren't that fantastic. We done all right, but we got to the Scottish Cup final. No, Scottish Cup quarter final twice. Mm. And mate, some of the teams we played, the the mate, well, we were like the underdogs. <laughs> and like, no better feeling. The, the two last sixteen games, we were getting fucked, mate. Aye. And the two, the two, the two seasons in a row. This team for Aberdeen came down. They're like, these are the, the team that's going to win it. We're like, ah, fuck sound. You're already, uh, you're already under pressure. No, but you're already under. Everybody's under pressure, man. I always remember the start of the game. Everybody's fucking sweating, man. This team fucking are pummeling us, and uh, this team are pummeling us, mate. I always remember it because it was down at Keir Hardy, no Keir Hardy, in a hollow town. Aye. Down there, the two, the two last sixteen games were down there. They were pummeling us, mate. But I think they, they scored right at the end of the first half. We're like, we're, we're gonna get fucked here, man. And then they scored at the start of the second half for that like, two-nut. I always remember it, two-nut and then like, we're, we're, we're done. Aye. Like, we're done. And then we got to go back, man. And I'll, I'll always remember it, mate. We got a free kick for fucking yards out. And see us keeper, mate? He was saving everything. <laughs> and I was a right back. So I was always, like, watching on. I was like, these cunts come, man. We're, like, the defence is shaking, mate. Do you mm. know what I mean? Like, we're, we're wee guys, this team. That, like, I don't know what it was, seeing you're a wee guy, mate, and teams come way up north. They they're just fucking look, huge. No, they're I, huge. Mate, I've got a funny story to tell after this. But, uh, they're you're actually right. huge. You're so intimidated. You're like, what? Mate, take a free kick, man. Goes top bins. Well, that two each. What the fuck is actually going on, man? Another free kick. Honestly, mate, like, another bit this time hit the post, bounced it, man. We scored. We're 3 2 up, mate, with a couple of minutes to go. We are going fucking <laughs> mental. I always remember it, mate. Like, see, 10 men on the back line. Each other. Like, we're fucking, we've done it, man. I remember the last few minutes, man. They are like, trying to come My heart is going like this. <laughs> I'm scalping my mic here, right? I'll always remember it. I'm like, we're, we're fucked, mate. Aye. And then, what then feeling, eh? mate, we go into the quarter final and we're. We're we're, in, we're winning one none, and then the other team score. And this team were a much better team than us. And then our keeper mate fucking punted it up, man. It went through. We could beat two one. Oh my god! And see that boy who who let it in. Like I didn't say anything, but obviously I was like fucking raging at him. Got it tight. He, he got it tight, mate. I had to leave the team. Oh man, mate. I had to leave the team. Nemo. He never really, he never really <laughs> played football again, mate. Uh, that would that would because like, we were a wee team, mate. We were in the quarter final. We were beating this team. And so he, their keeper punted it up. No, in fact, no, no, it wasn't. It was one none, and he fucked up the. F- it, so he fucked up the two goals, mate. Right. Like like Caris and see like the Champions League. Aye. So we were winning one nothing, and he, he let let one go through him, and then the other one he kicked it out to the fucking player. And they scored on him, mate. And it was just like it was like Caris and the fucking. And oh we, man. Like we were like right. <laughs> then, but then the next season we done it again, man. We're getting beat three nothing this time, mate. After this bout, this Tore this team were even bigger. <laughs> Right, and they were fucking us, mate. They were like, I don't know how they, they were not five none. And then we go back to three each and we won one in the next time. Don't know so how we did it's, it. it's a brilliant feeling. But it was, we, we went mental and like, see the times, man, you're like, oh, fucking. Did you ever play football down at Wisher Sports Centre, the Friday thing? Was that on in your age? No. No. I mean, I think it maybe just finished up after mind, but it was like Friday down at Wisher Sports Centre, all people similar ages, um, different schools and that. You went down there Friday night, six till ten football and I, I liked foot I just liked playing sport but I was a left back and we were playing against some of these boys like three four years older than me and he's like we're starting a team you want to come play and I was like aye and I was what age was I I was 13 at the time and I was playing for under 16s and see like you said that yeah. feeling so I never played like in a, a game before it was normally like just we friendlies we fucking about and that so I jumped on I'm looking at this team and I'm like 
AJ, these cunts. I'm like, check his fucking passport, he's 32. Like, like they're running at me, like, huge. And I'm like, so I'm trying to hold my own and all that. But that's what I was, I, that's where I kind of, that's where my football kind of no, career but, had, had lasted. A, see, there was a team fish raving. And there was a boy, mate, when we were 11, mate, and the cunt looked a bit. 20. I swear this up. He was called Arthur, and his dad would always shout, Arthur, run! And he just run past us, all these big long legs. Man, let somebody stop him! Trotting like stop a, him! Trotting like a horse, man. <laughs> just that. Like, fucking take him out. I know. I know. I love. I, I'll. I'll never not be competitive. No. I, I think it's. Um, it's, it's a good skill to develop. It's good. A good thing to have. I, I don't. I don't know if you. I think it's just in you. It's no. You think so? I think it's in you. It's no. I think you're a competitive person. You're no competitive person. But I, I think it definitely comes from moments of you. Oh no, no, aye, it comes. It comes. I from think people life. who are not competitive haven't experienced that rush, like you said. Aye. They're not experiencing something where they're, they're trying for something, and, they win. and then they put in a wee bit of effort, and, and they get it. Well, wait a minute, I'm in control of this. Aye, aye. I've get I've got the power to like change that. I think aye. that's where that's where it comes down to, and that's why I think gaming to an extent is is very valuable for. I'm competitive in games too, man. Uh, mate, I know, I know. Like, <laughs> said some wild stuff when I've lost games. Oh, <laughs> mate. Gone, gone off the rails. Mate. I've punched my brother, like, fuck, I'm He not. was telling me a story the other day. <laughs> he was sitting, mate, he was sitting here yesterday. And he was like, I deal was 19, now 16, man. And he lost at FIFA. And he just came here. <laughs> no, it wasn't FIFA, it was Halo, man. <laughs> it was raging, man. I was so pissed. Came in, he was just there. And I was like, ah! <laughs> this is who I took it in. Wasn't he 19? I was like 16 and he was 13. <laughs> and I, he was telling me that the other day and I was like, mate, it's just how siblings act with each other, man. I never thought we'd be close growing up. I was, I, we hated each other. Mm. Hated each other. Me and my sister tell me and then you grow up and you go, well, that's just how it is. <laughs> it's, it's strange that you just batter each other. I, I know, I know. Like proper fighting as aye, well. Aye. Right, I wanted to ask you something. I wanted to ask how the two phones were going. Been observing you over the, the last couple of weeks, how you so oh, fuck it. 15, 15 episodes ago, you were like, Right, no, it was at the turn of the new year, wasn't it? And you were like, I'm going to ask have me two phones. next week, mate. <laughs> no, I can ask you because I've watched you implement it over three months. So forget what's happened in the last couple of weeks. I know that's that's maybe thrown you off, but right. how have you found having two phones? That's better. How's your neck? To just look, <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I, I, they prefer it, actually. Do you? Aye. Do you feel it's consuming you a wee bit more? No, I've been there's things been consuming me, but no the phones. <laughs> right, okay, fair enough. <laughs> so I was watching the other day and you were like, oh like two settings and then you were on the other phone and you ran through the other phone and I was like, Is that actually help mum or is it making his time more stressful? No, 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 it's not nothing to do that. You ain't get <laughs> then get us help me then? Aye, I I I will, I will. Aye. Aye aye. So we'll not go into it, but Jill's been away this week. Um so we'll not go into this too much, but I wanted to bring something up because we get asked a question within that group, um, the the yes group that I'm in, and it was like, what is your life lesson from this week? So I was out walking yesterday and I was like, I don't, know, I don't think I've really got one for this week. You always but, get one, man. Aye, so, but this is kind of the power of reflecting on your week. Aye. I was thinking to myself, like, what has been something that's different this week and what have I learned for that? And... Jill's been away she was overnight Monday into Tuesday seen her for like an hour Tuesday night and then that was about like passing ships Wednesday and she'd been at this country festival this weekend Aye. so this is probably the first week I've experienced <coughs> not oh. experienced this is maybe not the right word I've but not been there for having this lone time mm-hmm. or loneliness time and I think it's quite powerful to have moments like that in your life when you're not 
I don't know if it's more so my job. I think our jobs where we're talking all day, we're engaging, even when we don't get clients, we're speaking to each other. Um, but see, going home at night and just having nothing, nothing like it's generally nothingness. I know my mum's staying with me and stuff like that, but I didn't even speak to her. Like <laughs> it was just flatlined. I was like in, and I was like, right, okay, I'm going to go out a walk. And normally when we're at a walk, like she'll listen back to this. She was like, you don't say anything, you know what? But normally when in a walk, like. You're, you're with your own you're still there, and you get that peacefulness. You're still there. And that's been very, very powerful this week in terms of the clarity I've had to go, right, this is what I'm going to do with my business. This is what I'm going to do. And I've been able to actually map out a plan where I've been a very, like, my, my head's been so noisy the last couple of weeks that I don't know where it is, but for that's the change this week. And I'm like, there is a wee bit of powerful. And being alone. And, and being alone. I think that's why people like hill climbing mm, themselves. Because it's their moment where it's an escape for everything that's going on. I'm not saying I need an escape because I know I'll get, I'll get a shit. Mate, I've got to say, relax yourself with these words. I'll just go away every week then. No, but, and I've, I know I've communicated this to Gillian as well. I said, like, I remember reading a book about, I think it's Richard Branson or Bill Gates or something, and once a year or once every six months, they go away for five days and they just they go to a cabin, then they just read don't take a phone and they just escape and I think there is that's probably the, the importance of that because I can only imagine what their heads are filled with as, as big billionaires aye. Aye. so I don't know you'll be able to see from that because you live alone and stuff like that so you I know you'll come from it from a different perspective so I don't know how women feel but I know that I think guys need that time I don't know if guys need that time a little bit more than women think think so aye and it's no not, not in a bad sense but I think sometimes it's like, just leave him. Do you know what I mean? Hmm. Just go like, he needs his alone time. This is his time just to be his best self and then like an hour later he'll, he'll be refreshed. But that's what I mean, it doesn't need to be days and stuff like that. Generally a couple an hour. of hours, I was like... Because like I, I think, I don't, know, I, 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 don't, I don't know how women fully think, but I don't think women ever sit there with nothing. Hmm. With nothing in their mind. Whereas, like, you'll go home and I'll go home. Like, I'll go home at night with nothing. And I'll sit there, and because I've got nothing, I can get, as you say, I can think about everything on a, without emotion. Yeah. And I can go, right, that's that, that's that, that's that, right, I can move on. Whereas when there's too much going on, mm-hmm. you, you, you think about everything with emotion. Yeah. So when you when a guy's got that alone time, he can think about things without emotion, and then he can go back to whatever situation it is, and it's sorted. I think as well, like you always see the TikTok memes, and it's like, it's like they get us like, when a guy was asked and he was on a, a, a podcast that was um, a bunch of females and stuff like that and girls said like what what do you guys think about when you're just staring in the guy's like nothing, nothing. like so no you must be thinking about something it's like no sometimes it's just nothing right. in your mind but I don't, I don't know it's a hard one it is a hard one because like on the flip side of this like for the so I, me and Jill went a walk was it Friday I can't remember Friday or Thursday morning and we're walking with three dogs and I, I don't know, I just wasn't in, in the best of moods for when I'd woke up and this was one of the only times we'd been together but I wasn't actually spending it with her and Aye. I was snappy. Aye. Not hard, just what happened with the dogs. Mm. And I was like, what the fuck is up with me, man? Why am I so, in, like, why do I feel so shit then? Like, no shit, but I just felt like if she could have said something, I was like, ah, cool, nah, cool, I was I ready, right? See when I got home, I had to, I can't remember what I had to do, like, there was like an hour space where it was just, me, I, I can't remember what it was I was doing, and then my mood was changing. And I was like, "What is that about?" And, and I don't know what it is, but I think I definitely need more of that time in 
pockets of my day, whether it is I need to get a ritual where I get up earlier than everybody else just to reset and be be a good person, not a good person, but be who I want to be for aye, that day. Because right now I'm just waking up and then my head's going and then... Gonna like, walk, gonna walk yourself. I mean, uh, I mean, when I went on holiday, I would go walk myself for half an hour without my phone. No, no half an hour. 15 minutes. Hmm. Run a block without my phone. And then... Uh, I'd come back and I'd just be a wee bit happier. Aye. And it's because I could go... Whatever's on your mind, you sort it, come back, yeah. you're ready. You know what I mean? I, I think when you're... I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I think guys think it would be differently and they get confused hmm. quite easily when there's too much going on all the time. Because <clears throat> the reason I started walking was actually to spend time with Jillian. We, that was something we'd done after dinner when we were down living in Nottingham. Um, kind of fell by the wayside, I guess, just, I don't know, running my own business. I, it's just made my time consumed with that. Um, and I don't know if that's maybe one element, because in the morning, like, she could, she generally, and this is, this is just speaking, like, first thing that's come to my mind, she'll, be, she'll say something like, something to do with, that's no related to business or the coaching stuff that I'm doing and straight away in my head I'm like I've not got time to even think about that I'm processing blah 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 and then it changes my mood and I'm, I'm snapping I'm like what the fuck's that about so you're basically you're getting annoyed at myself so you're basically like, you're not giving yourself why, enough time why, to process why am I treating or no treat I'm, I'm not I'm not being I wasn't in disrespect but I know there's I know there's I'm not alone with this because I'm like why am I being so fucking snappy and moody just now so what I've found for this week is that alone time has allowed me to go right process this and it actually allows you to disconnect right. a wee bit more right. instead of always being on and so. then you reconnect stronger exactly to, to I, think that's, I think that's the point mm-hmm. that's a powerful point to make Aye. but no doubt I'll get it in the neck for fucking bringing this up no, but so, so is that what you've learned for this week <laughs> so that would be my my life lesson from this week because that's what I was thinking I was like and it's something I'm going to find I'm going to find a way I don't know if I need it daily but I probably need pocket. I probably need it in my life probably weekly I think mm-hmm. with everything that's going on like I've got Need 50 I've got 50 odd clients of they've got their own personal problems that I'm I'm kind Take of sorting in. out and mapping out their journey in my head I've got a business element oh, I want to grow with that I've got information that we want to talk about in the podcast I just feel it's like a lot, I, mate. I, it's I, a I'm lot. allowed I I'm in the the young entrepreneur groups I'm seeing people killing it and I'm getting ideas from that I'm listening to an audio book that's talking about your offer so I'm getting all these different things coming into my brain and then on top of that I've got a wife I've got um my dog, my mum's living me. I've got all these things that I need to, like, I also need to be a human being right, and be a good husband, be a good partner, be a good friend. Even to, like, to, like, say, like, you and, like, for us communicating, we're always talking about business, but then sometimes we're just, how's it going, man? Aye, like, aye, aye. I mean, I think I need to be better at that, and that's what I've noticed I think I really this week. be better at that, though. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, that, <clears throat> so I think what, I think the main lesson I've took away for this week is, I like, making sure I'm good for me. That would be I'm good for everybody else. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Remember me, but I need ironic, to be, isn't it? Like, aye, but being I need, selfish will make you better. But I need to be more selfish going forward, hundred percent. But that being selfish going forward means being selfish to myself as well. Mm. No going, oh, I want to do this, so I'm going to do that. It's like no, I need to do this, so I'm going to do that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So that's being selfish to myself. It's not like oh, I'm just going to do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do what I need to do to have the life that I want to. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I've. Generally, there's some things that I've realised this week that do you know what I've not really fully got here, and it's time to get them. Mm-hmm. It's time to find a way to get them. Process it. And move process on. it properly. Do you know what I mean? So a couple of things that happened like in the previous years, probably never get them because I just put them to the back <coughs> of the mind. Aye. You just move on to the next thing. You just you move on to the next thing. And even if you're processing other things, like there's still stuff to process. So it's about being selfish, but being selfish with myself. Like James, you need to fucking do this yeah. for this reason. 
It's no, you can do whatever the fuck you want and be your own person. You need to be this because you want to be this. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's, that's nah. what I have to go with that. I like that. And it probably goes into like why it's important to have that time. I mean, I know you'll have more of that time, but um, definitely need to start getting out the hill climbs and stuff like that. I think that just makes it a routine. You need distraction. You're kind of stuck going up and down. You can't just go, right, fuck it, I'll go in the house now. Aye. If you're doing laps of the park or whatever. Um, so, aye, so... Um, we got a Q and A episode to to bring up, but before we get into that, we got I want to talk about something. It's in the news just now, or maybe no. I don't think it's a new thing. In fact, no, it was. It was on when was it? It was a BBC article, or it was on one of the radio shows. I saw it in somebody's story. So the new drug that's that's um, coming to the NHS or is in the NHS for fat loss. Heard much about it? Uh, only I looked up a couple of stuff this morning. I've obviously heard you speaking about it. Uh, don't really know the ins and outs to be honest. I was try, try to look into it. Yeah, don't really, I don't really understand the kind of things to be honest with you. So there's a there's a, a f- is it injectable? Aye, so it's it's an injectable. So basically, what it does it suppresses your appetite. But what I was going to say there, this isn't the first sort of drug that's came to the market. There's a few things in the medical field that kind of helps people lose weight. Right. Now I think the thing with this is people think, oh, lose weight just lazy bastards going to go to, go to that. And I think there is a big driver of lazy people that will be lazier people that will be attracted to, oh, right, right, fuck, there's a, there's a quick fix, let me go for that. Right. But I think the whole point of this drug being created is because there is, there is a, a percentage of the population that are bed-bound and can't do stuff, and this intervention might actually be the, the start in their journey of, of losing weight. Right. But... It was funny. I was so I put up a poll and I've got a good, I got about twenty odd responses. Um, got a few people messaged me that were in the NHS and what they've saw so far. And the everyone's pretty more up. But some comments were pretty brutal. To be fair, but a lot of people were like, a lot of like people that are getting attracted to this are wanting a quick fix. And I think that's same, my, same as always, mate. That's my worry. As human beings. Aye, that's my worry. I don't think the NHS is in the best state just now. And I think with this, potentially it opens up the can the of worms for, everybody again. for a few more people I to put under pressure. And like you said, like, I, I, I think there is a lot of integrity in the people that are getting vetted. But a lot of people that were messaging me saying like, the vetting process of going through like who, who gets this drug and who doesn't get this drug isn't a pretty rigorous, mm. if that's the right word. Um, or rigorous. Where, rig, aye, rigorous. Or, <laughs> where, or where, where it needs to be. Aye, aye. And that's my worry. But... What I, like, let's have a conversation around like what we actually think about it as coaches in the space because I think a lot of people who would go down that route haven't explored all their options. No. And I think as individuals in the coaching space, I think we've got a responsibility to go, here's what we think. It's a hard one for somebody who's in a situation who's obviously, who is obese and who's just can't lose weight and who is struggling in many, many ways other than their weight. Their health struggling, their physical health struggling, their mental health struggling. You got to look down though. Again, if they take this drug and they lose weight, when they come off this drug, what happens then? Yeah. They put on the weight. Same when you go to Slim World. It's like you all lose weight doing these things, like one hundred percent. But you'll put it all back on. Yeah. Or you'll put a lot of it back on because your behaviours on how you got to that weight mm-hmm. are going to be the same, and your how your body works. If when you come off that drug, yeah, it's going to be the same. It's aye, and I think we're so let's let's flip this on its head just now. So, for someone to that that's get going down the route or wanting to 
be a healthier individual, be healthier to themselves, and is needing a drug to get them to lose weight, which is ultimately somebody is for obese people, right? Aye. Um, we have an obesity epidemic. Looking at stats there, stats can always be a fucking wee bit flawed. I always wonder how how are they telling how many people are obese? They don't but, know. They don't nah, know. but wait, if you go off like the people what they're looking at and the data that they've got, because we all be pretty close. Be, be getting pretty close and pretty close. So forty five percent of the UK falls into the overweight category mm-hmm. and 37% I think it was somewhere around that mark is obese Yeah, and I thought I was like fucking hell but then I started to look you know, it's like that's looking at everyone mm-hmm. so that's looking at kids teenagers mm-hmm. adults now there's different categories within that I didn't bother going into that because I want to leave this for one of the future episodes that I um, want to talk about you tomorrow, uh, talk with you tomorrow to schedule in yeah. but we, that's half half mm-hmm. of the population now you look at the states; they are they are mad. They are, I think theirs was seventy eight percent or eighty percent, somewhere around that mark, was overweight, and over fifty percent or just around about the fifty percent mark are obese. So, look, that's something that's climbing, and it's climbing year on year on year. And it's one of the reasons I came into this. Guess guess what? We look at America. Can't really walk to places. Don't think so. No, because everything's scattered everywhere. Like your big cities, I can walk places. Well, your towns and that like to go to a gym in America most people need to drive to the gym like mm. and there's not that many definitely like, a different cultural component like their portion sizes land, are bigger I mean, the like, land is so big mm. that in a lot of cities to get to where you want to go you yeah. need to drive but a lot of people here don't fucking walk many spaces but most, most I know but places. a lot of the older generation day and that'll bring our like I don't know about your like I don't know like I know my stepmom's mum Walk everywhere. Ah, you were saying that. Were saying My that. dad and that will walk everywhere. Ah, like they will walk. They are brought up in a generation where cars weren't as big a thing, and they know how good walking is for them. Whereas Americans, it's it's a lot. A lot of Americans live in cities where everything is far away from everything. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So they need to drive everywhere, or Aye. they just won't fucking get there. I think that's an element. Of, but then I also think there's an element of, like you look at what a large meal is oh, here know, compared to what a large meal is there. So, crazy. but but making it back relevant to where we are. Like in our space, being in the UK, I think, I think there's a bigger conversation to have, and it's all stuff that we've spoke about in the past. As to right, let's start. Like, let's tackle one of the points. Like, why do people not just work out? Like, because I've seen some people like saying, "It's like just go to the fucking gym, like just do this, just do that." And it, although it can be that simple, it ain't that easy no. for a lot of people. And it's quite. I actually find it very sad that majority or like a big portion of don't want to go to the gym Aye A big portion of the UK Don't want to go to the gym Because they see it as this vain place Aye. When We need to start Communicating that it's not about Being Having a six pack It's not about fucking Booty builders It's not about Fucking looking a certain way That This is why I'm so passionate About going it, What that does for your health Is Far beyond looking good mm-hmm. You can look good You will look good You will But Being stronger being more mortal, being more empowered, being fucking more mobile, like all these different things. Aye. But we miss, like, we're having a conversation at a higher level going, right, if you take this drug, this will make you feel this. This is the thing. I would guarantee you a lot of people will fall into this. <coughs> weight loss does not equal happiness. Exactly. You need to be happy first before you mm-hmm. lose the weight. Yeah. And I'll, I'll, this is a brilliant fucking point to make because a lot of people think, if I lose the weight, I'll be happy. Mm-hmm. But you'll, you'll be stuck with the same problems because your happiness isn't around your body weight. Your, your happiness is a, deep, it's a deeper, deeply rooted thing. I found out, mm-hmm. and obviously I didn't go for, I went for skinny to having a wee bit of muscle. Yeah. And uh, I found out that having a wee bit of muscle didn't make me happy. No. 
and uh, training the way I did didn't make me happy. Made me happier. Aye. Made me happier. I was happier. But I still had, I was like, I just don't feel like I want to. Yeah. And then once, I, I'm, when I'm realising I've got, it's made about purpose. Yeah. It's made about purpose. It's made about, I've got things that I'm driving for now. I'm not just got to the gym for the point, like just to look good. So I'm not just got to the gym to have bigger biceps or mm. bigger traps or bigger shoulders. I'm got to the gym because, one, I love strength training. I want to be stronger. I want to be healthier. I want to feel good. I want everybody to have the best version of me around about me. I want to do this till I'm 40, 50, 60. I've already bigger things mm -hmm. than before. It was but before it was just I just want to go to the gym. I just want to smash it. That's uh -huh. it. I still love doing that. Like 100. Like it doesn't change. Like, I still like looking good. <coughs> but there's other I got components. There's there. a bigger yeah. purpose to, to it, and it's not just about the gym. It's about everything outside. Yeah. The, the, the you, you present you present all these people with a pill that says this will get you to look how you want to look. I guarantee you, want number one. If that pill done what it said, um, you would still have the same deeply rooted insecurities. Right. People would default back to the old thing because it it misses a very fundamental part. It Disney fix the root cause. It's oh, another sticky plaster over a fucking open wound. Well, it stop the bleeding, but the fucking the hole still big, there. I have a nah, I mean. It's like it's like anything. Like you look at the people who are the best bodybuilders on the planet. Like Chris Bum said, he'll call himself a skinny bitch, <laughs> and he'll believe that at a certain point. He does because yeah, he that, will, yeah. that because it doesn't go away. Aye. It doesn't go away. The bigger you get, the probably and the more you look at your physique, the more enhanced it gets. And I, the more you think about it, the more you overthink it. Yeah. Instead of going, right, I'm going doing this for a different reason. Doing yeah. this for a bigger purpose. The purpose in my life. Mm -hmm. Not just the purpose in my looks. And this, So the, what, this does, what this is going to do is suppress someone's appetite. Aye. So it's going to work because they'll consume less calories than what they're normally consuming. Yeah. However, they'll eventually be presented with an adaptation to it. A plateau. So a then plateau. they need more of the drug. Aye. And then they need more of the drug until a point where it probably doesn't work. Aye. And then their body, like who knows the side effects of the hormonally fucking biological fuck. I don't know too much about that, right? So I'm not going gonna, gonna to caveat this. I'm not an expert in this whatsoever. But what I'm an expert in is helping everyday people lose weight forever. That's Aye. my that's my way. Get them stronger, get them fitter. Yep. That's my cup of tea. Yep. And I think that's that's the thing that that is missed here. Whatever you do to lose the weight, can you do it forever? If the answer's no, it ain't going to work. Mm -hmm. It's as simple as that. Now, I've got a lot of empathy for someone in this situation, as I say, back to the, the whole thing. Like, you you look at gyms, and a lot of people don't go to the gym because of X, Y, and Z reasons, which is, it's scary, it's intimidating, oh, I could never do that, it's very self-obsessed, it's obnoxious, all these different things. But the, in reality, like that, that's the kind of first point. Back to what we said earlier in this episode, Start with a movement. Start with like, these simple things. Um, so I want to do an episode. In fact, we've got it into everything. Well, we've just done it. Everything you need to know about um, fat loss Aye. on the previous episodes. Like Start there. Like mm -hmm. A lot of the things that doesn't need to be focused around. Everything is things that you can do to, to help with that. I know. It's, it's, it's sad that it's came to... When you're not in the fitness space, you don't think about it as much. So if anybody's listening and they're in the fitness space, you don't actually see how many people go through so many problems. Once you see that, that's how we've got such a big opinion on it. Because we see so many people going through so many of these problems and then you hear about a pill and they're like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll get on that then. And then you just, you just, you know, either, you know if they're going to, you know if, if that's out there, people are going to be severely disheartened. Mm. They're like, oh, there's a pill out there, why didn't he do this? Mm. 
and I'm like, but it's not about just doing this, it's about doing this to enjoy it for the rest of your life yeah. and getting to that certain point. So if you're going, if, if a pill's out there and people had. But the thing that everyone's going to miss through this process, what do we say is the most important part? The journey. No, I no, it's the journey. journey. Aye, aye. The journey is the crucial part of what you get obsessed over and what is it, the healthy component of it. So you're missing the fucking journey by the, taking this. And the one thing that everybody forgets about the gym is there's ups and downs. Yes. Same as life. Aye. So you, you'll, you'll know yourself, people will go down and be like, that's me done. I can't, I've not got anywhere, I'm down, I've no lifted, I've no lost. What the fuck's going on? I'm like, and what's it doing is building that mental resilience. Aye. What's putting an injection in? Now, there's going to be a per percentage of people who this will suit and it'll be good for, for them because of whatever it is. They've got other things in their life that, mm. that kind of circumstantial-wise or circumstances that they need to have, right? Mm -hmm. But we're not talking about the people. We're talking about everyone else. It's like, yours get perked up. I've, I'll never forget this guy that I used to work with and I remember him saying to me, he's like, do you think this is a good, good idea? He was getting a gastro gastric band um, which would basically mean it shrinks the size of his stomach yes, to stop much. him eating as much Aye. and he's like I'm, I'm actually I've been struggling with, with the weight that I am he's like I'm, I'm going to pay like £12,000 to get this done and he's like do you think I should go for it and it was the first time I was ever like fuck this is serious like, how I have this how I have a conversation with this guy may change his life forever Aye. and I'm not in the fitness space I'm fucking senior manager in, in an old job and I said to him I was like well why is it you think you want it? Like, I'm just not happy with my weight. And I just kept asking why, 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 why. This is why I was a good coach. You need to get, you need to get them to answer their own questions. Aye. This is why I was a good leader in my old job because that was my style. And I got to the cause and he's like, well, it's like, I'm, I'm not healthy. I'm like, right, there you go. So do you think eating less food is going to make you healthier? I was like, I, th I think so. I said, well, what other things do you think is going to make you healthier? I was like, well, I could, I could move better. I could be... It was like, and we got down to it, so he's got, he had like kids, and that's what the purpose was. And I goes, well, there's your purpose, like pain twelve. It was like pain twelve things. Why don't you explore like other um, less costly things first? Right. See what you can do because yes, that might shrink your stomach, but if your habits are there of overeating, so you're going to be yeah. making yourself like still feel terrible, feel shit, yeah. Because how you feel over shit, you're gonna feel even worse. Right. And once that procedure's done. I don't think you can. I actually don't know if you can reverse it. I don't think you Fucking can. Fucking the idea. I actually don't think you can. No idea. Um, so, it's, I it's it's it is a a sad thing to see, but I think us as coaches, like this is why you'll see from our messaging over the next couple of weeks and over the last couple of weeks, going hard on aesthetics, going really hard on that message. Yes, it's, everybody wants to look sexy. Everybody wants to be the the dilf and the milf at the fucking gates. You want to be the sexiest person in your in your circle. But if you purely chase that, it's going to lead you to unhealthy habits. Mm -hmm. And if you chase health and longevity and being stronger, you will be fitter as well. Like, yeah, I think that's you have everything in the one. Yeah, be a full package. Right. So let's get into the Q and A today. So we've got time, eh? Uh, what are we on? We're on. It's only 50 odd minutes. Is it? Uh, right, let's go. Easy, let's get easy. it. Let's get Come it. on. Let's get it. He's falling asleep there. <laughs> no, no, I was like, fucking hell. Hey, we're all about, we're getting longer and longer episodes for you guys. <clears> so, <throat> got a couple of um, questions that were asked so on the the stories over the weekend. So, make sure you are following us on Instagram at Coach, Coach Crosser and at Fit because we will post from time to time. Um, what are we going to do this episode once every, what do we say, once every two weeks or once a once week? Once every two weeks. Once every two, two weeks. Two weeks. Aye, aye, cool. aye. Okay, so first, qu 
What was that? I was just twisting it. <laughs> First question here. Um, can you state maintenance maintenance and build muscle? I know who this is from. <laughs> you, you, you definitely can't stay in a cutting phase and build muscle. Right. Do you know what I mean? So... Next question. <laughs> I not No, you, you need to be either at maintenance or bulking to be able to sustainably build muscle for a, a good amount of time. Yeah, you can build a little bit of muscle in a cut, but it's got to be really difficult. Yeah. So, like, you need to be at least maintenance to, if you want to build sustainable muscle, like, a decent amount of muscle. What do you, what's your opinion? So I think everyone that asks this question that I've had in the past, like, like or, like, They've, they've understood why they want to build muscle or why why they should build muscle, right? Mm-hmm. So that they're already over that hurdle. Like, So you want to build muscle because the more muscle you have, yes, there's an increase in that journey through your metabolism increasing. You uh, have the the shape that gives the aesthetic purpose of the, the, the muscle groups that you can envision, um, healthier, longevity, all that sort of stuff. Now, the question here, like, can you... Can you stay at maintenance while building muscle? I think maintenance for a lot of people is, because it's the early days of their coaching, it's ever-changing. That's mm. the best thing about it. Like yeah. They don't realise that. Nah. And they're like, and I think... It's not a specific number. I had to have this conversation with one of my clients as well because she's like, well, I'm only I'm only going to be coaching for the next two months and then that's me. So I said to her, like, well, our two options here is where you're at just now, we cut from where you are, but I think you've already kind of said to yourself or explained that you're not quite happy about the... The muscle mass that you have, so you need, you need to pick and you need to pick and choose. So, yes, you want to look a certain way in the next two months, or you, like right now in our head. Sorry, rewind in our head. She's like, I don't want to be kind of flumpy and whatever going in these two months period. Because I said to her, we're going to focus on strength. We've got to build muscle. And we're going to increase your calories so you can consume a wee bit more calories. And when you go into a cutting phase, you can consume more calories in your cutting phase than what you are just now because you're only left with 1,200 calories. That's fuck all. So we're slowly increasing her. And in her mind, she was thinking, oh, I'm not going to be in good shape. And I was like, no, you're missing the point. Through the, pro- through the process of getting stronger and building muscle, yes, the scales might not w- move, no. but your body composition will change in a change in a way that you like it. No. And then see when we even dial it in, we dial it into the next fat loss phase, Wait till you see what that looks like because you're used to cutting and all you've done is got skinnier and fatter. Like that's really always happened because you've not had any Muscle. foundations laid. Eh? So that yes, it's possible, and yes, it's a, it's probably one of the most common strategies everybody should do, but don't do it. Everybody goes into cutting calories, eh? but no one goes right. I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of like recomp my metabolism a wee bit. I'm gonna try and get it a wee, working a wee bit quicker. I'm gonna increase the calories I'm on. And I'm gonna build muscle. Aye, you build you build more muscle. You feel better, you train harder, mm-hmm. you move more, without even having to think about it. Yeah. You don't need to have it. You don't need to have willpower to do any of these things. They all just happen. You yeah. sleep better. Give me a food. So there's five things straight away that you will get for being at higher calories, eating more at maintenance. Yeah. And then because you get stronger, because you're moving more, because you're sleeping better, guess what? You can eat more calories. Because <laughs> and then guess what? Again, it happens. And then it, you just keep you keep going up and up, up and the, the progress is way more than somebody who's just trying to cut. I just literally had this conversation last week with one of my clients and she came to me when she was on 1300 and she's at 2-2, right? And she said to me, I can't imagine my life eating two, uh, 1,300. I've got a few people that. And, like, and I what? said to her, I was like, it's crazy, isn't it? Aye. I was like, we can now cut your calories in 1,900 mm-hmm. and you'll start to lean out. Mm-hmm. How cool is that? Mm-hmm. You can eat 
600 more calories on a daily basis. You can have an extra meal every single day from where you are now and lose weight. That's and like, the same person. Exactly, exactly the same person. Exactly. Yes, there's a wee bit more work that has to be put in, but this is why... Like, but the work sure. is a good point. The I, journey is a good point. I, I like when like we spoke like, about. Fuck him. I'm strong, and she's like, "Yeah, okay, right. Um, a holiday's coming up, and I want to lean out." It's like, look, you're in the best position now because before, if you'd come to me now, I would have said, "I'm not the coach for you." Yeah, I can't. Like for my integrity, I'm not willing to compromise that just to get you in shape. Let's go to somebody else. Aye. But if you want to come with me, we're gonna spend a wee bit of time, spend inside the three, four months rebuilding, and then we'll see where we're at from there. Aye. Um so yeah, so hopefully that answers that person's that person's question. Right, next question. What does success look like for you both? Doesn't it say like a time frame, but so I guess question to you, what does what success look like for you? I'll say this year. So but by the end of the year you thought about Yeah. Doesn't it be like just what's the what what is success to you? Like have you defined what that is yet? Success to me is <coughs> waking up. Known, busy, been busy, been a busy personal trainer. Knowing all my clients are smashing it. Knowing all my clients are ha happy. Obviously, there might be one or two that m might get to the stage where they're not. Obviously, that's just you don't take things personally. Knowing I'm delivering a good service, and knowing that I'm giving, just giving my best to my clients. At the, by the end of the year, busier, and just simply enjoying what I'm doing, and just. Seen everybody doing fucking amazing. Yeah, that's what success is to me. I like it. Growing this, growing <clears throat> my Instagram, and being a better, being the best person I can, be well doing all that. Mm. is success to me, and that's what it'll be by the end of the year. And success to me by the end of next year will probably be different. Aye, so be. I'm 26 on Wednesday. Obviously, this will come after I'm 26. Uh, but this is going to be the biggest year of my life coming up, mm. and all that. I've done, I've done bigger things, but this is the year where everything is steady. Do you know what I mean? Everything is there. Everything like last last time when I was twenty five, I hadn't became a personal trainer yet. Now I'm slowly getting into everything, and now that it's time to go, you know what? This is the time where I change my life. So success to me is building that first, and then seeing what else comes along. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh, there's no there's no markers after that. But there will be in during that. There will be. That's the thing. There yeah. will be. I like it. I there like will it. be. Do you know what I mean? I want to be the man that I want to be. And then whatever comes along for there, comes along. like it. Not cool. I like what does it look like to you? Um, for me, it's probably, like you, I think it always has to be around the impact that we're creating yeah. for our clients. So I want to help more people yeah. than I did the year before. So I was about 100 and something odd people. I want to branch out more and help a wider audience but that audience that I'm starting to realise the message and the people that I want to help is people who are wanting to build their physical pension. That yeah. is that is my, you've, you've that is that my niche. I've, it's taken me about a year and a half to find out what that is. Aye. And I know you're going through that journey just now. And I, I, my advice to you is probably don't rush that. Let Just keep experiencing. And I created so much impact in all the people that I trained over the last year. And I'm starting to go, you know what, that's the type of client I love training. Mm -hmm. Because it's not the client to get them in shape for the wedding. It's not the client. And I've done all this and I love that. Don't, don't get me wrong. I'm loving, I'm loving the, the clients that I've got in the strength. Like the proper yeah, so you, I think you'll start, you'll start to find what that is. But success that. to me is, like you said, um, I think there's a, there's a business component. It would be growing 
like the studios forever uh, forever changing. I thought I'd want a couple more PTs to work in here and things like that. And I'm no I'm no saying never to that, but right now I'm happy with it just being you, and I'm happy it with being just my space to go. Here's my content because Is that's that going to allow me to create a wider impact Aye. to. Um, the online market and that's probably what success will look like for me Aye. later this year um, I want to have some fantastic testimonials of transforming people's lives that have a true impact on how they live for the rest of their life Aye. and that's something I, I, I want to do um, success in the sense of relationships I probably want to be keep growing my own personal skills to be a better husband a better um, business owner and ultimately will make me a better person for my for my clients in my one to one space. Right. Um financially I've got I've got I keep messing about with this financial like you should you should have seen my ADHD the other night there. I was lying in bed ready to go to sleep and I was like, what would it take to have a million pounds? <laughs> and I divided my number by uh, I divided divided a million by the the coaching number that I've got for my the online product that I'm trying to create. And I was like 750 people, right? How do I get 750 people and then just get working backwards? And I was like, right, cool, right, back to sleep. <laughs> so I actually don't, I like, it's maybe not a good thing not having a financial number in mind. I like the idea of making six figures. Yeah. And I've been, I think I was very, very close to it last year. Mm -hmm. And then when this opportunity came up, I put my foot off the gas with the amount of people I was training because I didn't know what I was going to do. Mm -hmm. So I'm at the space now where. Books wise, clients, yeah, we're, we're, I'm doing pretty well there, and I'm going to reform and start taking on and, and working on my niche. Right. And I think that I'm going to easily hit that number, and we'll probably just. I think right now I'd like to to hit a five figure month first. Aye, five figure. Aye, thank you. Aye, aye. So get somewhere in the range of that first, mm -hmm. but it all has to come back to building my brand and being an impactful coach. Aye. and I think through that through that pursuit that will come. Aye. For sure, definitely, definitely. It's, it's success is different to everyone at different times. Mm -hmm. uh, I would say, man, woman, does it matter? You've got to definitely build something for yourself. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter if it's a business. It needs to be something that's it has yours. To be a goal. There's something that's yours. Yeah. And yours only. And you fucking done it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that's that why is your success. That's, that's why. Success. That's why everyone should have a health goal. Yeah, like a health and fitness goal. Because it, it's something you can have purpose on that doesn't impact yeah, much. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, okay, right. Last question was all about progressive overload. So when to progressive overload, which is an interesting one, because usually people are asking what it is and stuff like that. So let's get into what it is first. Progressive overload. Nice and simple. You're just you're doing more than the last time. Ah, uh, you're 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 doing more than the last time and I think this is where we should actually redo this episode that'd be a good one to this do because we've done episode. that like Aye. three we, what is it episode three four something or five like or something something like that right back right at the start right in the first ten episodes right back at the start um, but different ways to progressively overload but let's actually answer the question then so when would you progressive overload with your clients right so I, how I progressively overload is you know me I like linear training especially from linear oh who's fucking up their words now linear linear <laughs> No. Do you call it linear? Linear. Linear. Same thing. <laughs> I like it. Uh, the dyslexicness. Oh, is, yeah, yeah. Is, it's hitting us. It's hitting us. Linear. Right. So I like linear training because it, everybody, it's it's no complicated to people. Mm. People's lives are stressful. So I, I say to people, 
have four week blocks. I have four week blocks. I know you. you don't no, know. no, I, I do. Feel yeah, no, no, I, no, I know you have thing, four yeah, week yeah. blocks. But sometimes you have it longer. Sometimes yeah. you have short. I just keep it four week blocks because I think it's simple. I think psychologically, you can even if you're still feeling shite on that fourth week, you're still doing hard. So I say the first week you have a baseline week, and then you progressively overload for three weeks straight. Yep. Then once you hit that fourth week, you absolutely you go for it as hard as you as hard as you possibly can for your ability, and then you bring it back down a little bit. And then, so you don't progressive overload in that fifth week, mm. and then you start progressive overloading again. Yep. And uh, that's that's just to deviate uh, deviate your stress for mm. for, for for your life. Yeah. For your life and training, and that gives you just a time just to de stress. Yeah. And no training is hard. Yeah. So that uh, and how to progressive overload, like we you can add in extra sets, you can add in the weight, so you don't need to just go up weight for three weeks in a row. What do you do mostly? So. I usually the first week is low weight, low sets, low reps. Oh no, no low reps. It's well the rep ranges stay the same for the four weeks. Yeah. And then I'll add in another set on the second week, and then I'll add in more weight in the third and fourth week. Right. Usually I know maybe another wee extra set yeah. on the fourth week. So obviously I did my top set in that fourth week, and it's like an all out fucking blaster. Sure. Aye. <laughs> cool, cool. So I think for this, for the person who's asked this question. Like it's probably like from what James is say there, probably not not much else to add in there. I, I do do it a wee bit differently, but I think the main thing you need to ask your question is, what have you been doing for the four week block Aye. within? And I think a four week block is usually a good rule of thumb. Aye. I do change it from person to person. I find that depending on how consistent they've been, sometimes that strains into six weeks. Yeah, it goes back to three weeks. Like in fact, very rarely is it three weeks unless it, the only time I do it with three weeks with a client. Is brand new no the 15 to 20 rep range right. sometimes they are peaking at the back end of their programme and I'm like right three weeks sometimes even two weeks fucking you don't, don't want to date any longer solid than man two three weeks of 15 reps of squats 20 reps of squats fucking solid mate change it that's better than an ice bath I tell you that, that <laughs> some mental fucking because it's not it's not the weight into no nah. you're doing it and you're like fuck man like, I can't be arsed. Uh, yeah, I can't be. <laughs> nah, I was doing 20 reps with the deadlifts and I was like, I actually can't physically be fucked keep my hold of this. <laughs> I, I actually need to stay tight for another 10 reps. I've already done 10. Mental, mental. But um, for, for you, you need to look at, first of all, assess your training. Um, how are you using your progressive overload just now? Are you adding sets? Have you just The standard one, most likely, you're weight. increasing weight. Um, so looking at that and what have you been doing for that and you're just... It, you should always be progressive overload and you should have it being bre- broken up by a couple of deload weeks is what it's called yeah. or just changing your training completely and going you know what I'm lifting weights and I'm normally doing a push-pull leg split push-pull leg split for this week I'm just going to do full body twice just change it up two sets like there's different ways of doing it which is why we'll probably do a longer episode Aye. on this yeah. um, because you can go down the rabbit hole with different things but another way you could like if you're on your deload week, it might be, right, I'm going to half the weight, but I'm going to slow this shit down. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to work on my technique that week. That's usually a good a good thing to do. Technique, t- um, technique weeks are key, man. But it should be something that's the whole purpose when you're lifting weights. Whether you're trying to build muscle, get stronger, just be fitter. It shouldn't be the same static 10 reps, 10 weight, uh, same weight every, oh. single, every single week. It should be something that's constantly forever changing. And then you get to a point where it, you're like, fuck, I can't hit. I can't get any stronger and that's when you should be changing up your programming uh, changing up your exercises and moving on to the next thing it's a complicated subject it can I we, well that's what I mean so we'll probably Definitely. we'll probably map that out tomorrow and go into different 
different Aye. things. That could be an episode for next week for sounds sure. Sounds good. Sounds good. Right, there we go. That was a good episode there. Eh? We've spoken about a lot. Of we did. We did. We therapy say we we throwback as well. Yeah. Eh? We just didn't expect that. Did we? <laughs> no, we didn't. <laughs> Coming in like uh, oh. we started at eight oh. this morning, and this is at quarter. To I came 12. in at half eight. To be fair, we arrived at this quarter. To Quarter to eleven. Proud of me. Ah, well done. Well I done. Know, know, On a Sunday as well, folks. James left. What can I James say? left. Here. I was like, "Time you end the He's like, "Quarter past eight And I was like, well, "No, you're no." And he goes, "No, no, no. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it." And he, he actually showed up Aye. this morning, which is pretty good. Pretty good. Aye, right. So let's wrap there. Um, as always, you can find us on social media. You find us on Instagram. Find me at Coach Crosser. You can find me at RogerMfit. And if you're listening to this on Spotify, head over to YouTube. Come see our sexy faces mm-hmm. and make sure you subscribe if you haven't already subscribed. So you can find us at the uh, Bulletproof Mindset. Um, there is another Bulletproof Mindset, but make sure you find obviously, the two handsome uh, ones. Uh, you'll be able to tell by the accent. Uh, you'll see the link below. So until next time, folks, have a good one. Have a nice one. <laughs> nice way. <laughs> I did. I stole your line there. To be fair. <laughs>